Hello, people, and welcome back to the Start Simple podcast. It's been a minute. Um, I haven't recorded an episode for a few weeks, and I was going to do that really annoying thing that people do, where when they say why they haven't done something, they're like, I've been so busy, uh, which is true. I've been, uh, there's been a lot going on. I've been launching my new group program, um, which is going really well, and obviously one-to-one coaching and a few other bits in the old pipeline, um, which has meant that I, I haven't recorded a podcast, so I'm sorry, but we're back because um, there's a conversation I've had with a few people this week, and it's interesting when you, like I do, I obviously put out information and, and things on social media, I have to consider the the thing that I want to talk about and the message I want to put across and how it's best to do that. Sometimes it's going to be in Instagram and TikTok-y type stuff and sometimes it's going to be written and sometimes it's going to be a podcast and for what I want to talk about today I need to talk about it in so many and there's so many little caveats and of course tangents that yeah I I want to just have a little chat about it so I'm going to be talking about choices and more specifically choices when you are dieting when your goal is fat loss because it's something there's a phrase and this came off the back of a few conversations I've had with people on my blueprint fat loss program. So it's a six week program for fat loss and we're, we're a couple of weeks in now and, and this has come up with a few people um, in terms of changing our choices, I suppose is specifically what we're going to, we're going to talk about because there is a phrase that is often used and you will see this, I guarantee if you've not seen it before, now I've said it, it'll, it'll stand out to you a little bit more. You'll see personal trainers and coaches and people talking about fat loss using it. And they'll say that dieting isn't forever. They'll say that choices that you make on a diet don't have to be forever. And I think that's basically used as a massive marketing tool by most people. Um, I think that people say that because it sounds sexy to you. Because it tells you that you don't have to do it forever and that things can can only be short term. And your brain likes that. Your brain likes the idea of it not having to be that difficult. And that's not always the case. I should also add, by the way, I forgot to do the thing that I should do, which is ask you to share the podcast if you find this useful. Um, Tag me on social media and all that jazz. But yeah, um, so you'll hear people say that choices on a diet don't have to be forever, which to an extent is true. But I just want to break that down a little bit further for you. Because... When it comes to a diet, when it comes to fat loss, any, I mean, this this is for any fitness goal, but I'm talking specifically about fat loss here. Um, if we want the result to change, which is what we want, right? We want to, if we're to really break down what is a diet, it's to reduce the amount of body fat that you have. So if we want to do that, well, whatever you're doing up until the point that you're at right now has got you to the point that you're at right now. So if we're going to change that point, if we're going to change the levels of body fat, if we're going to help you go into a deficit and lose weight, then our actions must change. To change your result, your actions have to change. That's what a diet is. It's changing a result via your actions. Okay? So what changes need to be made? Well, now this becomes a very individual question because it depends on where you are at. If I was to use myself as an example... If I decided that I wanted to go into a dieting phase, the the choices and the changes that I may need could potentially be very different for you because it depends on what your lifestyle, what your habits, what your behaviours, what your education is up to this point now, okay? So, some changes, and again, this goes back to the phrase that you'll hear people say where they say dieting isn't forever. The the choices you make on a diet don't have to be choices forever. Well, not all of them, 
But some of the changes that you might need to make are going to have to be forever changes. And that's what can be difficult for people because changing lifetime habits is difficult. So what am I talking about there? What are the things that might need to change forever? And I know that's a slightly scary word, but I'm not here to to dress things up and make things sound pretty. I want to be a realist with you and tell you what probably does have to change. So if you want to be successful with fat loss, these are the things, in my opinion, there's four things that you need to work on changing. And then when the work on those changes is done, it has to stay in place. They are not short-term changes. There are some short-term changes. I'm going to come to what they are afterwards. But these are the changes that you have to make and they have to stick for good. So the most important one, I say most important, there's probably no true importance order here, but the, the one that stuck out to me straight away is your quality of your diet and your protein intake. Those things will have to change for fat loss, but they will have to stay the same regardless of the goal. Your overall quality of your diet, I've spoken about the 80-20 rule before, your diet should look healthy. And when I say that, use common sense. I should be looking at your diet and thinking, yeah, that's overall quite a healthy diet. I should be seeing loads of fruit, vegetables, whole grain foods, foods that basic like plant-based diet with a little bit of meat. I should be seeing high protein sources, fish, um, beans, nuts, potatoes, all of these different quote unquote healthy foods, Um, avocados, these types of foods. And avocado is a good example of something I'm going to come back to in a bit. Um, should be making up the majority of your diet. I shouldn't be looking at your diet and seeing lots and lots of McDonald's and takeaways and extremely high levels of alcohol and uh, packaged foods and processed foods and, um, I don't know, sausage rolls and pizzas God love a pizza, but I'm just saying it shouldn't be making up the majority of your diet. So we shouldn't be looking at that as the overall diet. So if that is what your diet is made up of, that is going to have to change. Not just for fat loss either, for health. And your protein intake. Your protein intake is extremely important when it comes to fat loss. But it's also important when it comes to maintenance. It's also important when it comes to muscle gain. It's also important to health. So a change that might need to be made forever is your overall quality of diet and how much protein you eat. Another change that might need to change forever is training. If you aren't training consistently, if you aren't active, if you're not hitting a a decent step count each day, that is probably a habit we're going to have to build up. And regardless of a fat loss goal, that is a change that's going to need to be in place forever. Because if these things aren't in place forever, the things I've said so far in terms of diet quality, in terms of protein, in terms of activity, if they're not in place forever, those are the things that as soon as you stop doing them, you will regain weight. And that's where a diet becomes, that's when people will say a diet didn't work. Because those habits will slip. Um, I suppose this this third one sort of ties into the first with diet quality in terms of reducing takeaways and alcohol. If you are drinking regularly, and when I say regularly, it might be that you're having a few glasses of wine every night. It might mean that you're, you're having a lot of alcohol every weekend. If you're having four, five, six takeaways a week, which again, I speak to people where this happens, um, those things are probably going to have to reduce. And then again, they're going to have to probably stay reduced long term, not just for fat loss, but for health. Um, So these are the things that people will tell you that diets just have to be short term things and that the changes don't need to be forever. But these things do need to be forever. And the last one is a pretty obvious one is hydration. 
You can't just be like, right, I'm going to drink two litres of water because I'm being good now. And then a month later, you give up on drinking two litres of water a day. So some things when dieting that do need, well, a lot of things, if you're going to diet, need to change. But those are the things that probably need to change after the diet. They need to remain, even if you're maintaining weight after losing body fat, they need to stay. You need to have good quality diet and high protein all year round. You need to be training well and active all year round. You need to probably reduce takeaways and alcohol all year round. And you need to be hydrated all year round. Those things do not change whether you're trying to lose weight or you're not trying to lose weight. Whether you track calories or you don't track calories. Those are the things that for a healthy, good quality um, diet should be in place. So then when people say that actually the choices you make on a diet don't need to be forever, what are they talking about? Because these are the things, and there's three that come to my mind. These are the things that do need to change when you're in a fat loss phase and when you're trying to be in a deficit. But after that phase, after your deficit phase, after you've successfully lost the fat, these things can change. These things can differ and they they can um, fluctuate throughout the year. So the most obvious one is portion sizes. Because in my opinion, right, that's the only thing that should really change throughout a year. If I, again, I'll use myself as an example. If I was going to go into a fat loss phase and a diet, what I eat right now through a week probably wouldn't change in terms of food choices. I have, in fact, I'm, I, do you know what? I'm going to explain exactly what I would do in relation to what I ate yesterday. So yesterday for breakfast, I had eggs on toast, um, I had three eggs, two slices of toast, and I used butter to cook the eggs. If I was in a fat loss phase, I might use egg whites and I might um, not cook it in butter. That'll probably save me about 150 to 200 calories. But it's the same meal. It's pretty much the same meal, just a few small tweaks. What did I have for lunch yesterday? For lunch yesterday, I had... Okay, for lunch yesterday, I had like a, a bit of a chicken stir fry. So it was chicken, peppers, onions, fried in a tomato sauce. I cooked that in olive oil. I would probably have exactly the same meal, but I'd just, I'd cook it in one cal spray. Um, for the evening, yesterday evening, I had chili. So beef mince, carrots, things like that chopped up and rice. I would have exactly the same meal if I was in a fat loss phase, but I would probably have about half the portion of rice to what I had last night. Um, for snacks yesterday, I had a bar of chocolate and I had a protein yogurt. I would probably have the same bar of chocolate, but smaller, and I would keep the protein yogurt. And I had a cup of tea in the evening and I'd, I'd still have a cup of tea in the evening. See how that's exactly, that, my day of eating wouldn't change whatsoever, but some of the smaller choices might do during a fat loss phase. So things like how I cook it, portion sizes. So that's what would change. Portion sizes being the most obvious one. We should have a good quality diet, but you may adapt to the portion sizes. You might have a pasta dish, but you have less pasta. You might um, have a rice dish, you have less rice. Potatoes, you have less potatoes. Probably keeping protein the same, like I said. Um, the other thing, I mean, that the reason that those things change, by the way, is because of the total calories consumed. Obviously, when you're in a fat loss phase, you want to consume less calories. When you're not in a fat loss phase, you just sort of want to be at maintenance unless you're specifically trying to gain weight. So that's why the choices would change. 
literally to change the intake of calories, nothing else, not to change the intake of um, protein or nutrients, but just calories alone. And then obviously with portion sizes changes, the, the other thing that I just use the example of is, is maybe some of the smaller food choices. So oil was the example that I just used there. Olive oil, extremely healthy food option. Avocado, extremely healthy food option. However, high in calories. So if we're trying to reduce those calories, it may be that we just use a little bit less of those things or we use an alternative. The same when I said um, cooking my eggs in butter. Tastes really nice, but again, it's just a sensible swap when it comes to a fat loss phase to just remove those calories. It may be having, normally you'd have a Coke, a full fat Coke. It might be just switching that to a Coke Zero. You're not changing dramatic things. Again, the initial changes that might feel a bit dramatic is changing diet quality. Changing your diet quality could take years. If you are somebody with a a heavily processed diet, changing that over time into a healthier diet could take years. Sorry to be the bearer of bad news, but I'm not here to lie to you. But once you have that healthy, good quality diet, changing the portion sizes, changing the little smaller food choices, that doesn't take years. Those things can be done on the short term. And those things can fluctuate all year round. Exactly like I've just said in my own diet. Although the the overall food options are going to stay the same, over the course of a year, the way that I use those food options could very easily change. If I needed to enter a fat loss phase, again, I would just change very small bits. Oils, reducing um, portion sizes, maybe egg whites instead of egg yolks, little things like that. So those are the types of things that will change during the short term. But it's just about understanding that some things are big changes that maybe need to be done forever. And then there are smaller little dieting hacks, if you like, that you can you can make those changes in the short term. Um, there was another one that was just in my head and I've just completely forgot it. What was it? There's another really obvious way. Oh, like if you're, if normally another one, so I just said how I'd have uh, eggs on toast for breakfast, it might be switching out toast, which could be like two slices, maybe 250 calories. And having it on a bagel thing, it's about 120 calories. Um, Or if you have a sandwich, changing it for a wrap. Again, pretty much the same thing. Nothing's changing in terms of the meal. We're just changing some, we're using smart swaps, smart food choices to, to reduce the amount of calories. So big changes, things that might need to change forever. Diet quality, your activity, um, things like takeaway and alcohol and hydration. Things that might need to change in the short term but aren't forever changes. Portion sizes, uh, food choices, and the reason that we do that is to literally change the calories consumed. Now, I've said this before on this podcast, but I just want to reiterate this. Because, again, the reason that I'm, I'm, I'm talking about this topic is it's come up with my group program a little bit. Dieting isn't about, although I've just explained physical food choices, right? Those are not the hardest part of fat loss. The single hardest part of fat loss is behavior change. You've probably heard those switches and changes before, but making them happen is the thing that you struggle with. Nothing comes close to difficulty when it comes to behavior change because you're changing habits that are ingrained in not just you, but society. Sorry to get a bit deep, but that's the reality of it. There are deeply ingrained habits in you. There are ways that you are marketed with food, whether it's on a food shop or advertising, that knows how your brain works that makes it incredibly difficult for these behaviors to be changed. I talk about the things I've just talked about. I still find them incredibly hard. I still find them incredibly hard. I still have to think about them. 
was talking to a friend about this the other day. I still have to, and this is, I'm a nutritionist, I'm a personal trainer. I talk about protein every single day. If I do not give protein thought at the start of every week, I will not eat enough protein. I still have to give it additional thought to make sure that I'm doing it. Not as much as I would have done in the past, but I still have to have a huge awareness to it because behavior change is difficult. But I just want to stress something to somebody listening to this podcast who thinks that they can't make those changes because I have these conversations with people all the time who thinks that they see other people around them doing it and like, no, I can't do it. This isn't for me. It's not happening for me. You don't think you're capable of it. I'm telling you now that's bollocks. You can, 100% you can change these behaviours. I know for a fact how hard you find it. I know it feels difficult and I know that you're just thinking, like, you might even be listening to me and you might not fully believe me yet. I mean, that's fair enough. You, you, You can't believe me saying it on a podcast. You have to believe it in yourself. But you can make these changes. It will take time. That's okay. There will be days weeks and months where you think, fuck this, I'm giving up, this is awful, this is terrible, I can't do it. Yes, you can. You can. It just takes time, it takes patience, and it takes doing these things one day at a time. But the way that you want to do this is start on those bigger things. Don't try and change your portion sizes if your current diet quality is shit. Okay? Don't try and um be worrying about certain food choices if you aren't active if you drink a lot of alcohol if you're not hydrated focus on those bigger blocks that need to change long term focus on diet quality focus on activity levels focus on alcohol takeaway consumptions and focus on being hydrated get those big blocks in place and then you can go into those shorter term change, changes around portion sizes around food choices and all these little smaller things um And like I said, it will take time. Behavior change is difficult, but you can do it. So that was a little bit of a tangent at the end about behavior change. But yeah, next time somebody tells you that dieting isn't forever, understand what they actually mean by that. It's not necessarily that you you just can change things for a month and then go back to doing whatever you want. That's not how it works. So hope you enjoyed the episode. Obviously, share it. If, you, if you're struggling with this stuff, send me a message on Instagram. Let me help you. Um, but yeah, share the episode if you found it useful. See you next time.